Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today to the message that the Lord has given me for 2024, I've entitled it the Old Testament in the New Testament. The Old Testament in the New Testament. So this is the second message. The third one, I will preach it. I'll preach the third one on the 7th, which will be our first Sunday in the year what, 2024. So the two messages that I want you to hold on to and have it in your heart, in your mind, regarding 2024, the first one is that don't mix things up. Amen. One can be a very good person, but a bad what? Partner. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. And the second one is the Old Testament in the New Testament. What do I mean by the Old Testament in the New Testament? The law says, I should tell us, that when we think about the Bible, when we consider the Bible, when we look at the Bible, we should not think of Old Testament and New Testament. We should only think of the Word of God. Amen. We should see the Bible as the Word of God. We shouldn't see the Bible as Old Testament or New Testament. The purpose and the reason is many people, there is a doctrine of Satan, there is a doctrine of false teaching that the statement Old Testament, New Testament has corrupted many people, has caused many of his people not to obey the word, his word, has caused many people to have excuses to obey something and not to obey something. And in so doing, you lose out. Amen. In so doing, you what? You lose out. In so doing, there are things God cannot do for you. Because the Bible says he doesn't do anything outside his word. He doesn't contradict his word. Amen. The Bible says from his word, everything came toward forth. Amen. So the moment you, start, you stop thinking Old and New Testament, and you begin to see the Bible as the word of God, you begin to see everything in the Bible as the word of God, you begin to be transformed. You begin to see things. There begin to be clarity. Please, do you understand? So the whole essence of the teaching is to show you that the Bible is one. There's nothing like New or Old Testament in the Bible. You see, do you we know that the Bible does not refer to itself? as a New Testament or Old Testament. The Bible doesn't refer to itself. I know every Bible you open, you see New Testament and Old Testament, but the Bible does not refer to itself. You see, the Bible refers to itself as the prophets, the law, the Psalms, the gospel, the letters. It does not refer to itself as Old Testament, New Testament. You understand? The only reference you see of a New Testament in the, or the Old Testament, the Bible is just even one. And that one, you see that direct is connected to the blood, the New Testament, the New Covenant. Another word of covenant or testament is what? Covenant. It shows before, before Christ came, in order to have a covenant with God, it has to be by circumcision, testament. And through Christ now, it is true what? Christ. Amen. It is now true what? His blood. So even the word New Testament and Old Testament only has, it's only important when it comes to the new covenant. It has got nothing to do with the word of God. Please, do we get it? It has got nothing to do with the word of God. It has only got to do with the covenant. That there's a new covenant, a new testament. And if you read it, you will see that it is talking strictly about Christ has shed his life. 
So we are no more under the old what? Covenant, which is what? The Abrahamic what? Covenant, which is the covenant of what? Circumcision. That we are under the new covenant, the new testament, which is through Christ Jesus. Please, do you, do you get it? That's all. So, so but the, 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 there's a way now that Christians, if the world does not, this message is for Christians. Remember, the Bible is for Christians, not for the world. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. But you, you hear us saying Old Testament, New Testament, from an angle like, we don't need this, we don't need that, which is not true. Anything you don't need, the Bible will tell you that you don't need. Anything the Bible tells you that you need and you think you don't need it again, simple. The Bible that told you that you need it will tell you that you don't need it. You see, no law can cancel, uh, no one can cancel a law. Of, no one can cancel, whether spiritually or physical. Only a law can cancel a law. Am I right or wrong? You understand? So the, the, the word of God is one. Amen. The word of God is one. So the, the whole teaching today is for you to see this word as one word. Don't see it from now, 2024 going. Don't see it as Old or New Testament again. If you are seen like that, the, your foundation is confusion. So you'll be confused. And the enemy will give you excuses not to obey the word of God. And if you are not in obedience to the word of God, you are in trouble. Please, please are we getting it? So today, what we will do today, today will be a special exercise. Amen. In the sense that it won't be like uh, our daily what uh, preaching, but because today I want to show you the old test, the old testament. I'm using it because in the new testament, I want to show you that Jesus, all the people preach the old, what we call the old testament. So I want to show you that the old new testament is full. Of the Old Testament, so that that delusion, that attack, that mindset, you will see that it's not true. So we will read scriptures in the New Testament, then we will read it from what the Old Testament. Amen. So you will see that. Please, do you understand? So that you, see, in fact, when I take the New Testament, another time we do that exercise, and I cut off all the Old Testament in the New Testament, you will see that it is. Half more than half is gone, or almost half is gone. You see, what we don't realize, or those who normally say Old Testament, New Testament, don't realize is when Jesus came, what we call the New Testament did not exist. When Paul and Peter was around, what we call the New Testament did not exist. So, how did they preach Jesus? How did they preach salvation? They use what we call the Old Testament. In fact, what we call the Old Testament, that normally, remember I'm talking from an angle of people saying we are not under the Old Testament, we don't need it. Then Jesus will not exist. Then Jesus is not Jesus. Because it is the old, what we call the Old Testament that told us that Jesus is Jesus. <laughs> Please, do you understand? So he himself what we call the Old Testament is what he preached because it is the word of God. And the word of God is what? One. The word of God never, never conflict each other. Amen. Bible says, I am not a man. You say, God is not a man that he will change his mind. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. So, for example, when we look at Acts chapter 7, let's put Acts chapter 7 on screen. Um, you will see that in Acts chapter 7, it preached, Stephen preached what we call the Old Testament. You could see that he preached, when he was preaching to them about Christ, he preached what we call the Old Testament. Acts chapter 7, please. Sorry? Eh? 
From, just start from the one, please. Acts chapter 7, verse 1. Amen. We will read a while. So key in, how many scriptures are you able to display? Three? So one to three, then we move on. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. Acts chapter 7. So this is, this is Stephen preaching. Look at what he preached. Uh -huh. Amen. Mm. Then the high priest asked him, are these charges true? To this he replied, brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham while he was still in Mesopotamia, Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he Are left you okay? Make Amen. sure it's connected well, please. Uh -huh. So he left the land of the Chal Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to his land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even a foot of ground. But God promised him that... Okay, amen. So let, let's leave that for now. We'll come amen. to that. But the Acts chapter 7, you see that he started preaching from Genesis 12 when God called Abraham that what? Leave your land. We, we won't go into this. Other one, we will go into this. But you see that he will preach the entire Genesis. Acts chapter 7 is the entire Genesis. Chapter 12 to 15. And that's what he preached to them. This he was preaching to them. The preaching was so powerful that they stoned him yes. to death. Amen. But the point I want to make is, Acts chapter 7, Stephen preached the entire word, Genesis. In Acts chapter 13, we know that there's something wrong. You have to check your connection. In Acts chapter 13, Paul, Paul preached right from Genesis to Revelation. What? Yeah, he preached now the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, Acts chapter 13. I just want to show something because we are going to look at the Old Testament in, uh, in every book of the New Testament in a second. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Or the New Testament, yeah. Mm -hmm. So read, yeah. Acts 13 down. Mm -hmm. In the church. So this one we are reading from the 16 to 25. But you see that from the 16 to 25, he preached the entire Genesis to Zachariah. You read Amen. it. Mm -hmm. In the church at Antioch, mm -hmm. uh, stand, standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, Men of Israel and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our fathers. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. So he started Amen. preaching from Egypt. Uh -huh. Genesis. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. He endured their conduct for about 40 years in the desert. He overthrew seven nations in Canaan and gave their land to his people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. After this, God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave, them he gave them Saul of Kish in the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled 40 years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. He testified concerning him. I have found David. Okay, hold Amen. on. So far, can't you see his preach yes, right from the beginning? Exactly. All that he's preaching is what? What we call the Old Testament. So you see, the New Testament is full of the Old Testament because the word of God is one. That Jesus himself said, what I say unto one, I say unto all. You understand? So I chose these two to show you that because I'm just going to show you a scripture of the New Testament, then you see that they preach the Old Testament. But I show you that when I begin to show you the singles, not because it's in singles, but because I just want to show you in literally every book of the Old Testament being preached in the New Testament. But these two, the Acts 30 and 17, should give you an example of how they preach the Old Testament, how they are preaching was the word of God. And for those of us who don't know preaching, this is preaching. This is preaching, this and the Stephen. Have you seen that everything they are saying is reference to the word of God? Reference, reference, reference to the word of God. Because preaching is not lectures. Preaching is not motivational speaking. Preaching is not fat. Preaching is the word of God. 
speaking the word of God. Yes, the word of God will motivate you. Yes, the word of God will bring fat. In fact, more than fat, it will bring truth, eternal truth. Please, do you understand? But the point I want to make, I hope you are not confused, is that they preach. This is right at the beginning of the church. Acts. They preach what we call what? The Old Testament. But reality, there's nothing like Old Testament or New Testament. The mention of Old Testament in the Bible has only got to do with what? The covenant. That now, you don't need circumcision to be what? Healed. Now, if woman, if a woman is at that time of the year, you can still be in church. The old covenant didn't allow that. Sorry, that time of the month, they say. But the new covenant do allow that. that. That is all it means. But it has nothing to do what with the word of God. Amen. So now I'm going to show you an Old Testament in in the what New Testament, Amen. So let's start with what Genesis, isn't it? Yes. It's the first scripture, Genesis. So look at Matthew chapter twenty-four, thirty-seven to thirty-nine. So we see that in Matthew chapter twenty-four, thirty-seven to thirty-nine, Jesus preached Genesis chapter seven, verse thirteen to twenty-four. Amen. Amen. If you know it, uh huh. Amen. Matthew 34 37 to 39. Mm-hmm. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they, Amen. 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 So Jesus was Hallelujah. preaching, isn't he? Yes. This is Matthew 24. What is he preaching? Isn't it Genesis yes. 12 15? Put Genesis chapter. 15 verse 13 to 14 sorry genesis chapter 7 13 to 23 so you see that jesus was preaching to them about the time to come the destruction but what was he using to preach remember i say as it was in the days of noah where what what is the days of noah on that very day his son sham blah blah according to when god destroy destroy what the f amen so you could see, move to the eight. I don't want us to read. But this was what Jesus was preaching. Jesus was preaching Genesis chapter 7. So you cannot tell me that Genesis is not important. If you say that, then we have to cut off that part that Jesus preached. Do, do, you, do you get it? And he made clear reference. Amen. Are you getting the point I'm trying to prove? The next book in the Old Testament is what? Exodus. You will see again, Matthew 5, verse 21, that Jesus preached Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. Matthew 5, verse 21. Read it. Matthew Uh chapter 5, verse 21. Mm -hmm. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. So note, Jesus was preaching. Say, you've heard that it was said. Remember, Jesus always say it was said, it was written. But where was it said? Where was it said? Let's read it. Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. So no, Jesus was preaching that it is said that you shall know what? Murder. Where is it written you shall know whether? Exodus. Exodus chapter 20, verse 13. Amen. So now we've seen Exodus being preached by Jesus. And note, this is not isolated. It's literally true. I'm just picking one just to show you every, almost every book of the Old Testament being preached in the new book. That's why we read Acts for you to see that it is what? Continuous. So the purpose of this teaching is that never see the word of God as Old or New Testament. Only see it as the word of God. Never even see it as Paul said, Paul wrote, Timothy said, no, no, no. See it as the word of God. So which is the next one? Leviticus. So you see, one sec- Exodus, sorry. Is Exodus the next one? No, Leviticus. We just finished Exodus. So you see that Leviticus chapter 20 verse 9 was also preached in Matthew chapter 15 verse 4. You see that Jesus in Matthew chapter 15, verse 4, preached Exodus chapter what? Amen. 
please work with me yeah so this is jesus preaching matthew chapter 15 verse 4 for mm-hmm. God said, honor your father and mother, and anyone who curses his father or mother must be put to death. So no, Amen. this is Jesus who is preaching. And say, God said, God said. Where did God say? When I quote the two scriptures, the moment you play one, make one ready, please. Where did God say that? Amen. God said that in Leviticus yes. chapter 20, verse 9. Amen. You understand? So note, God said, where did he say? This is Jesus preaching. Uh-huh. Amen. Uh-huh. If anyone curses his father or mother, he must be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother, and his blood will be on his own head. Amen. Amen. This was what Jesus was what preaching. Um, you heard it clear, right or wrong? No, right or wrong? So, <laughs> there's no Old or New Testament. Because the word of God is one. The only thing, there's more emphasis. There's more depth. There's an update. And any such, the Bible tells us. Like this one, if you should read it, Jesus was updating it. He didn't cancel it. Because, for example, when he said, it has been said, that shall not matter. Isn't it? He went on to say, but I say unto you, if you think evil in your heart for a brother, you've already. He didn't say we don't need this anymore. So if you say we are no more under the Old Testament, assuming mean we shouldn't obey what is in Leviticus, then you are saying that we shouldn't what? Honor our mother and our father. That's what you are saying because you say we should honor our mother and father as well, isn't it? Sorry, you are saying that we can curse, insult our parents. That's what you are saying. You understand? Which one is the next one? Numbers. Numbers. Okay. So, did you say numbers is the next one? So, numbers. Okay, great. So, in John chapter 3, verse 14. You will see that Jesus preached Numbers chapter 21, verse 9. Numbers chapter 21, verse 9. So look at John 3, verse 14. Eh? Amen. Just hmm? as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up. So Jesus was Amen. preaching and said, Just as Moses lifted the snake in heaven, the Son of Man. Yes. Where is this scripture? How, where, where was it written? Numbers. Look at it. So Moses made a bronze snake and put it up on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake and looked at the bronze snake, he lived. He amen. lived. So Jesus was preaching yes. Numbers chapter 21. Yes, amen. The only thing is perhaps the preacher is not a teacher or lack understanding of the scriptures or don't have a revelation of that scripture. But it doesn't mean that we don't need it. Yes. Today, as I was praying, because of this teaching, this scripture came into mind in a certain dimension for the first time. Because Jesus said, as Jesus said, as Moses lifted up the serpent, so will I be what lifted up on the cross. And Jesus said, Oh. Who look at me? Oh. Jesus said, <laughs> the, the John, don't. <laughs> so that Moses' own was, when the serpent was looked up, all who look at them will leave. They wouldn't die because they were being beaten by what? Snake. And Jesus said, so will he also be lifted up. If he should continue to read, Jesus said, all who look at him will be what? Saved. And when, when this scripture came into mind, I just knew that. I said, Lord, lift up a healing banner here. That all who come here to look at you, seek you, might live. You see, so you cannot tell me that that scripture, we don't need it today. So you see that in John 3 verse 14, Jesus preached what? Numbers chapter 21 verse 9. Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. You will see that in Matthew chapter 2, verse 17 to 18, Jesus preached Jeremiah 
chapter 31, verse 15. Amen. So, Amen. Jeremiah, I know we won't have time, but we will do our best. Amen. Amen. So look at Matthew chapter 2, 17 to 18. Then huh? what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Amen. Amen. So this scripture says in Matthew chapter 2 verse 17 Hallelujah. that what was in Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 15, let's put it there, was fulfilled. Hallelujah. Was fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So what was Matthew 130 talking about, preaching about? Read it. This is what the Lord says. A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning a great weeping. Rachel weeping for her children. Isn't the same Amen. thing we read in Matthew? Hallelujah. Yes, the same. So you see that... The word of God, wherever you find the word of God, it will be preached. And the word of God will be one. It's not divided. Yeah, there are word of God that now is no more. Every word of God stand. Every word of God stand. The only difference is how you obey that word of God is what changes how that word of God get fulfilled is what changes. First, first, you must go to Jerusalem. Now, we don't need to go to Jerusalem. Why did we go to Jerusalem? That is where you find the presence of God. The temple of God, isn't it? The holy habitation, the inner. But now, we are the temple of God. He's in us. But we must still go before the presence of God in prayer. So you still need to go to the, before God. But the way is what has changed. Because the word of God cannot be cancelled. The Bible says without blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. That has not changed. Still today, without blood, your sins will not be forgiven. The only change is how you get that blood. First, you have to take the blood of animals. But now, all you need is the blood of Jesus. But still, blood is required for the forgiveness of sin. You, you understand? And how did we know the difference? It is the word that told us. The word that told us that we need blood of animals. It is that same word that told us now you can use the blood of Jesus by just a mouth of faith, of pleading the blood. So if there is an update, the Bible will tell you. But the Bible is the same. Amen. Let's look at some more. Some more. We just look at five, isn't it? So I want to jump to another five. Another five. So let's look at first Samuel because of time. First Samuel. So you see that in Luke chapter 6, verse 3 to 4, Jesus preached 1 Samuel chapter 21, 1 to 6. Amen. Do we know that when Jesus faced Satan, 40 days of fasting and prayer, all the scriptures Jesus quoted was not what we call the New Testament. All was in what we call the Old Testament. In fact, I think we have to read that one. What is that teaching? What is that telling you? <laughs> and you say you don't need the Old Testament. When you say that, you are saying that, see, let me show you the Bible. Every Bible is the same as this. So what we call the New Testament starts from here. So you are saying that we don't need all this. You've, you've destroyed yourself as a Christian. Because even this, as I said, as I'm showing you, if we should highlight or cut, this, more about this, we'll move from this to this. And without this, you won't understand this. Because this only is a continuation of this. The Lord said, this is our problem. Because see, when he's convicting you to receive the conviction for the power of God to enter, when Lord, God does not condemn. The enemy condemns you. God convicts you. 
but you must receive the conviction. Then his grace will enable you to come out of whatever so that the conviction will stop. So Satan will say, that is the end. Because you've done this, that's the end. Condemn you. But God will say, this thing is not good. It needs to change. Then you have to say, yeah, I need to change. I won't do anything. Help me change. Then the grace will kick in. You understand? But the scheme of Satan, true false pastors, and even pastors who are not teachers. You see, not all pastors are teachers. Please, with all respect, are all pastors prophets? So all pastors are not teachers because the Bible clearly says we have pastors, teachers, prophets, apostles. So we have pastors who can teach, teaching, confusing people. And through that, they've destroyed many. They've destroyed many by messing things up for you to, as the conviction comes, guys, goods, we are under the grace. We are under grace. Where's that statement from? Do you understand what grace is? Please, are you getting? But now, 2024, see this word as only one word. See it as only one word. This word answers everything. It's a cure for lazy people. Oh, yes. It's a cure for poor people. If you want, I'm telling you, it teaches everything. It will teach you budgeting. It will teach you how to end. This, this word. See, it's a cure for troubles, marriages. Oh, yes. It will teach you. It's a cure for young people. Yes, yes, it is, it is. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I open Ecclesiastes for a young person, which I've opened several times, yeah, it tells you that, Charlie, you, you, have, you are the best, your peak. Don't let any people steal it. And don't spoil it. Yeah, yeah. See, every adult, eh, young people, are envious of young people. I'm telling you. Yeah. They are. Because every adult, when, when they remember when they were young, it's like, it's great to be young. So especially the women, the older men that are coming for you, they don't love you. They want to destroy you. They want to take what they don't have again. It, it, yeah. Because... They can't have that again. They want to destroy you. Yeah. They want to turn the fresh apple into beaten apples. Yeah. Have you seen apples that has been beaten? Yeah. You see automatically some color, brown color. Yeah. <laughs> but if, you see, Ecclesiastes will make you know young person, you make you know you're at your peak and you must take your time and do everything and that the world is open to you. Uh, <laughs> Amen. Amen. Did we look at first Samuel? Uh, did we? Which one did we look? Look, isn't it? So let's look at second Samuel. Okay. So you see that Hebrews chapter one verse five. It is second Samuel chapter seven verse fourteen that was preached. Amen. So Hebrews chapter one verse five. Let's read it. Hebrews Amen. chapter 1, verse 5 first, please. Amen. Yeah. For to which of the angels did God ever say, You are my son, today I have become your father. Or again, I will be his father and he will be my son. So this is First Samuel chapter 21, verse 1 to 6. Let's read it. Amen. Sorry. Uh, this is Second Samuel. Because we look at First Samuel, isn't it? This is Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 14. So you see that that was preached in what? Hebrew. Hebrews and New Testament, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Look at it, read it. I will be his father, and he will be my son. When he does wrong, I will punish him with the rod of men. With a amen. amen. Praise the Lord yeah. Jesus. Now, when you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 16, amen. it preached 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 36. 1 Corinthians. Amen. Mm -hmm. Chapter 14, verse 16. 
subtle causes you not to prioritize things will be gone and you'll be free. Because, you see, there are rules. There are laws. And it doesn't matter who you are. You have to live within those laws. The Bible says God himself will not break his word. That is why this is so simple, but it's one of the greatest weapons of the enemy against believers. Because you, you can break the word of God, but God can't break his word. And if God can't break his word, it means the word of God you break will not be in your favor. That's the danger. Please, do you get it? The Bible says he has lifted his word above. The Bible says, by his word, the earth and the heavens were created. You understand? The Bible says he is the word himself. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The fourth, he said, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. So he is the word, the Bible. So if, perhaps if you say old, maybe, maybe his hand is what you are cutting off. He said the hand is old, and you need his hand in your life. So how, how do you have the hand that has been cut off in your life? Because you said it's old. You've cut it off. Amen. One of the books that was really, really preached throughout the New Testament was the book of Isaiah. Maybe through this teaching, Nance, you will see when, when, when you preach. Amen. You will see Proverbs chapter 24, verse 17 was preached in Romans 2, verse 6. Proverbs chapter 24, verse 12, sorry, verse 12, was preached in Romans 2, verse 7. Amen. God will give to each person according to what he has done. So this Amen. is Romans chapter 2, verse what, 6. But I see that it was Proverbs chapter what, 24, verse what, 12. Amen. Amen. Mm. Amen. If you say... But we knew nothing about this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who guards your life know it? Will he not repay each person according to what he has done? Amen. Amen. The same thing. He said what? God will give to each person according to what he has done. He said, does not God give to what? Each person according to what? What he has what? Done. Amen. Look at. I'm trying just to be picking it. Amen. Look, look at Ecclesiastes. In Ecclesiastes, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 22, Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 10, was what? Preach there. The reason why we are doing this, my understanding of the Spirit, there's a way that by this, that deception of the enemy of Old New Testament, of law, yes. law, law, will be broken. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. Let's Amen. read it. Are we trying to arouse the Lord's jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Amen. Amen. Okay, so let's read it in Ecclesiastes chapter 6, verse 10. Whatever exists has already been named, and what man is has been known. No man can contend with one who is stronger than he. Amen. Amen. He said no one can. When you start reading from the top, he was talking about God. Yes. And he said no one can contend with one who is what, stronger than him. And the first Corinthians says, are we trying to what? To contend with God. Are we stronger than what? God. Amen. In Acts chapter 15, verse 2, 18, you see that Amos, Amos chapter 9, 11 to 12 was preached. Amen. Amos chapter 9, 11 to 12 was what? Preach. Let's look at that one. Amen. Mm -hmm. Acts 15, 18. Mm -hmm. That have been known for ages. Uh -huh. is, is that NIV? Yes. Okay. Because sometimes the NIV missed things. Okay, read. Continue for me, please. Amen. Now, read. let's read the Amos, please. Mm -hmm. In that day, I will restore David's fallen tents. I will repair its broken places, restore its ruins, and build it as it used to be, so that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations. Okay, let, Amen. pardon me with this. Let's rather go to Matthew chapter 2, verse 15. Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 2, verse 15. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, a, a, a straightforward one. Amen. 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 
So in Matthew chapter 2 verse 15, you will see that Hosea chapter 11 verse 1 was preached. Amen. Amen. Please let's Matthew read it. Matthew 2:15, mm-hmm. where he stayed until the death of Herod, and so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet, out of Egypt I called my son. And Amen. that is what Hosea, Hosea chapter 11 verse 1. So you see that in Matthew chapter 2 verse 15, Hosea chapter 11 verse 1 was preached. Amen. 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 Mm -hmm. Let's read it. Hallelujah. When Israel was a child, I loved him, and out of Egypt I called my son. Amen. Amen. So Matthew was clear. Say, as the prophet said was what? Fulfilled. Amen. All I'm trying to say or show it to you in a different way is that what we call the Old Testament is not truly true. It's not old. Because what we call the New Testament is full of what we call the old. So how can it be old? Please, you understand. How can it be what? Old. It's not old because it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like I cook rice for you, and I give you the rice. You understand? And you, in the morning, you go and come the next day, and I bring you another rice. And once I bring you another rice, the, uh, I bring you the same rice the next day, and I say, this is a new rice. Is it true? No, is it true? Yeah, a new rice must be full, newly boiled. So there's nothing like old or new Testament in connection to what? The word of God. The word of God is one. The word of God is what? One. The word of God is one. When you hear Old Testament, New Testament, only think of the covenant. In fact, when you search your Bible, if I'm right, if you should type, if you should go, if you should find the Bible, you shouldn't see more than two scriptures that she even uses the name Old Testament. New Testament. If you, the ones you will see, we shouldn't be more than two. You see that it is talking to you directly about the blood, the covenant blood, the, the covenant that Christ has formed for us. Please, you understand. Don't worry about what you should obey or what you should not obey. The Bible will teach you what you should obey. The Bible says it is only the Bible that what interprets itself. When you go to any court of law, it is the law that interprets the law. The meaning of the Bible is not outside the Bible. It's inside the Bible. How do I write you letter? And you are trying to find the meaning of the letter outside thinking. Are you normal? The meaning is in the letter. Maybe you don't understand, but the letter said, the letter, whatever the letter says, says clearly. Well, <laughs> the meaning is in the meaning. Please, you understand. Or oh, these days, we don't write letter. Okay, how come I send you voice notes? And you are trying to find the meaning of the voice note outside the voice note. Meanwhile, the voice note says clearly what it says. Maybe you do understand, but the meaning is in it. That is why I love mass. Mass has always been my favorite subject. Yes, because the answer is always in the question. Unlike the faces, the English, no, 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 the English, I have to find the meaning, the spelling. But the mass is in. I just have to get a formula and work it out. So when I'm teaching them, my children must, uh, they are doing like this. I say, why are you looking up? The answer is there. It's here. Why, why are you looking? The answer is not there. <laughs> Please, you understand. The Bible interpreted the Bible. The Bible says the one who speaks or teaches must teach the very word of God. And that's what, the, like I show you Stephen in Acts chapter 7. I show you Paul in Acts chapter 13. You could see it. it was the word they were preaching. Jesus himself, first time of his reference, you see that it is the word. It is the Bible, the Bible. So don't think old or New Testament. We have time. Read like three more or four more. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. 
So, in Romans chapter 9, verse 9 to 12, you see that Malachi chapter 1, verse 2 to 3. <laughs> I've seen a lot of That's people right. trying to discredit Malachi. Mm -hmm. Amen. Please read it Amen. for us. Mm -hmm. For this was how the promise was stated. At mm. the appointed time, I will return, and Sarah will have a son. Not only that, but Rebecca's children had one and the same father, our mm -hmm. father Isaac. Mm -hmm. Yet before the twins were born, or had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in election might stand. Mm -hmm. Not by works, but by him who calls. She was told, the older will serve the younger. Amen. Amen. Note she was told what? The, the older will serve the younger. And now let's read the Malachi chapter 1 verse 2 to 3. If you should continue to read the act, you realize that it also add that um, uh, Jacob I love, Esau I have hated. Mm -hmm. Amen. Okay, now let's read it here. Mm -hmm. I have loved you, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. But you ask, how have you loved us? Mm -hmm. Was not Esau Jacob's brother? Mm -hmm. The Lord says, yet I have loved Jacob, mm -hmm. but Esau I have hated. Mm -hmm. And I have turned his mountains into a wasteland and left his inheritance to the desert jackals. Amen. Amen. So you see that this was what? what? Romans was yes. what? Preaching. Right. Romans was preaching what? Malachi. But you see that many people are tr trying to discredit Malachi <laughs> because of tithe. <laughs> because of tithe. <laughs> but Romans preach Malachi. And there's, because there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's for me as a pastor and a believer, there's an important scripture in Malachi that is very precious to me because it, that scripture I said, I am the Lord, and because of you, I do not change, so that you do not get destroyed. That's very precious. Because, because of me, he won't change. That's why, so whatever he was, he still, whatever he has said, he won't change. That's why I can rely on him and the word. So when you discredit Malachi because of your tithe, it's, it's, it's ridiculous because there's more into it than your tithe. If you won't pay it, it's your own case. We just read a scripture that says everyone will re receive what he, what he does. But don't discredit. Romans preach it. And it's not the law. Sometimes you say it's the law. If you talk, it's the prophet. <laughs> Please, you, you understand. So all I'm trying to say that it's not nothing like old new. The word of God is one. Because God is one. No, no. It says here, O Israel, the Lord thy God is what? One. It's one. And God is the word that came in the form of Jesus. So if God is one, the word is one. So what is old and new? It doesn't exist. I wouldn't like to say that those who, it's an error to put it there, but I don't know why they, they put it there. Uh, but that has also added to what? Most of the confusion. Because normally they put Old Testament before Genesis, and they put New Testament before what? Matthew, which is wrong. It's, I speak as a teacher. Because the, the, what they've put in as Old Testament, that book doesn't call it an Old Testament. So why do we name it Old Testament? What they've put in as the New Testament, that book doesn't call itself the New Testament. It calls itself the gospel, the letters. That's all. It calls itself the law, the prophet, and the Psalms. That's all. But, still, but I still I do understand. Because, you know, humans, we are limited. So we are trying to label everything for our understanding. But in so doing too, the enemy is able to capitalize it or we mess things. So now we must speak biblical words. If we speak the words that the Bible speaks, the confusion will go. Yeah. If we say the prophet, the enemy can't play with it. We all know what the prophet is. If we say the letters, the gospel... Please, do we get it? Last but one. Then we read Jesus 1. Which one should I choose? Okay, Matthew chapter 20, 
6 verse 31. You see that Jesus preached Zechariah chapter 13 verse 7. Zechariah is the last book before Matthew. Amen. So Matthew chapter 26 verse 31. Amen. Then Amen. Jesus told them, This very night you will all fall away on account of me, for it is written. No, it is written. It's quoting scripture. I will uh -huh. strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. Amen. Amen. So, where is this thing what? Written? Where is Zechariah chapter 13, verse 7? Amen. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is close to me, declares the Lord Almighty. Strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. Amen. Amen. So this is what Jesus what, quoted, that yes, it is written, right. I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will, what, will scatter. God is one. His word is one. You see, you know, the Bible says, we shouldn't talk plenty. And the Bible told us the reason. Because say, in the multitudes of words, there is sin you will err. So sometimes, some of us, the preachers, the things we say, we don't know we are discrediting ourselves. Yeah, you are discrediting ourselves. Because when you say we don't need, for example, Leviticus, because it's the law, that is where the snake was lifted up for healing. When you say we don't need the first five books of Moses because it's the Lord, that is where it said, I am the Lord that he led thee. That is where almost all the promises are. That is where it said, I will take away sickness from your midst and bless your food and water. If we say we don't need book of Joshua, that is where it says, wherever your feet shall tread, I will give there unto you. Amen. So sometimes we don't even know because of our selfishness uh, 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 and we also follow them because that movement, that twisted way is appeasing you. But then all this thing has stake. Yeah. If you discredit the word of God, you discredit everything. You, please, you, you understand? See, I can, I can preach every, almost every subject based on only what we call the Old Testament. But there's a lot of things I can preach based on what we call the New Testament. Yeah, why? Because the New Testament is not new. It's just a continuation. So as I showed you, cutting it off is more than 70%. So obviously, there's more you can't. We, we have eight minutes. We can read something. Not eight minutes to close, but eight minutes for this section to come what, to an end. But I want to choose one. Amen. <laughs> wow. Have you read anything on Isaiah? We have to. So, in Matthew chapter 1, 22 to 23, because Isaiah is well preached, the book of Isaiah. Amen. Remember one popular one. So, in Matthew, let's read it. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophets. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. So, this is Isaiah Amen. chapter 7, verse 14. So you see that he preached about Isaiah. And if Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 wasn't fulfilled by Jesus, he couldn't be the Messiah. Because it was one of the prophecies he has to what? So look at what it says. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. This is what Amen. we just read. Yes. Amen. Yes. Please, are you getting it? Yes. Remember... Is it Stephen or when he met the Ethiopian Enoch? Philip, thank you. When Philip met the Ethiopian Enoch, Philip was an evangelist. Philip didn't have the book of Matthew, it didn't exist then. Mark didn't exist. John didn't exist. Even Acts didn't exist. What did he use to explain salvation to him? 
and he got baptized that moment. The Bible clearly told us he was reading the book of what? Isaiah. And he asked him, do you understand what you were reading? He said no. And from Isaiah, he taught him salvation. And he was to say, this is water. What should prevent me? Please baptize me. And guess what? God took him there just for that. So with Isaiah, you can preach salvation. Oh yeah. If you couldn't preach salvation with the Old Testament, what we call the Old Testament, then no one would be saved because they didn't have the Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. When they went to Corinthians, they didn't have First Corinthians, Second Corinthians. You see, when they were walking in Judah, performing miracles, they didn't have what we call the act of the apostles. It is after they performed those miracles, it was documented down for us as their act. Things they did, the apostles, that made Jesus direct. What did they use when they went to Samaria? What we call the Old Testament. All I'm saying that think 2024, believe me, the power of God many a times is not as you think like back, 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 back. Just think of this as the word of God. Don't say Timothy say, Paul say. Don't say that. People do that, but don't say that. Don't say that. I beg you. Say the Bible says. Because Jesus always says, it is written. It is written. Says the Bible say. Don't say in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Except you are speaking about covenant. The new covenant. But say the Bible, Amos chapter 4 verse 2 says. Say Matthew chapter 3 verse 4 says. Believe me, if you start this, you will see the truth. The coming truth in your life. You will get clarity. Deceptions will go. Things that you struggle to obey and confuse you will all begin to go. Because see, if God comes for you, you will need to be obedient to the word. Please, do you understand? You will need to. If God comes for you. And I believe 2024, God is coming for us. In a greater way, I know what I'm saying. In a, in a greater way, in a greater what? Dimension. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You've heard the word of God. What am I saying? Oh, I'm saying that take this word serious. Amen. Amen. See it as one. When anybody should tell you that is the Old Testament on the New Testament, you let the person show you the scripture. Or you yourself, show yourself when that thought comes. The scripture that says this is Old Testament or the law. We are not under again. Can you, can you believe, can you believe there are pastors that say miracles, healing is of the Old Testament. Not now. Can you believe it? What, what do they read? What do they teach? Well, Jesus, this morning I read it. He said, gold. He said, all who believe in my name, these signs shall follow them. What are the signs? They shall speak in new tongues. They shall lay hand on the sick and they shall recover. It's even for believers. I used to have Jehovah Witness. You know what? They used to come to me and I used to say, no, no, no. Then already I, one of a sudden realized, I believe the Holy Spirit, that I can teach them. I can teach them. So now when they come, I let them come in. And I sit down and I use their Bible to teach them. And one of their doctrine is that tongues, uh, signs, and wonders is gone. It was for the apostles. But their Bible didn't say it's for apostles. Their Bible said it's for believers. And that is the time I realized, apart from their Bible, they have another small book that they go in for reference. Because when I hit them with the questions, then they go into it. Still no answer. Because I'm not asking them questions. I'm asking them questions from what their own Bible says. Believe me, they stopped coming. The last appointment, they didn't come. I called them. I called them. They didn't pick my phone. They didn't. I'm sure they told the woman I'm dangerous. They should stay away. Yeah. Yeah, I called. I called. I said, fair enough. Yeah. If we will go in the Bible, if you would let them show you to in the Bible... 
you'll be surprised. You will be surprised that God and his ways are very simple. Every way, every word of God is uh, man, man is complicated. Most of the things we think is God or we associate with God is not God. It is man's culture. I've taught customs here, isn't it? Man culture and custom. But when you follow the word of God, it's very simple, straightforward. Even if you are not in disobedience, you know you should be doing it. You, you know it's not a bad thing. You know it's not a difficult thing, but just that for now you are not doing it. You know. And if that happens, just say to yourself, for now I'm not doing it. But don't try to water it down because there is a scripture that says the one who disobeys the word of God and tells and teaches others to do so will be punished more severely. Oh yeah, I can show us the scripture now. It means that even if you are disobeying the word of God, don't teach others to disobey it. Because you today you are disobeying, tomorrow you might stop. But if you teach someone, you've corrupted the person. Yeah. You've heard the word of God. Just rise up and begin to pray regarding this word of God, regarding this word of God, regarding this word of God. Holy God knows, Holy God knows regarding this word of God. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.